you another sorry, wonderful bro. week in the world I, of the Alpha Sports. You were, you, you were kind of going and rambling. I was like, oh, he's about to say he want to start over. This <laughs> episode. Yeah. This is episode 31 of uh, RSPN. Hey, bruh. What's going on, man? <laughs> Jeff already Jeff already felt the bad edit that I, know, I had, that I I had to it's make. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was, that was a real it's time. Edit that we had These things happen. We're trying to talk about... Um, <clears throat> how fast the playoffs go compared to the regular season. It feels like yeah. when we do RSPN and we're getting close to the end of the fifth season, um, the regular season goes so – this feels steady, slow, not necessarily slow, but it just feels like steady. Like we yeah. have a lot of basketball to watch. And then playoffs come and boom, 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 boom. Yeah, all right, we're yeah. done. We'll see, you in, uh, we'll see you in October. Right. And then there's like two sets of games to watch all of a sudden. You know, we're mm-hmm. like, okay, that's it. So, and then those games have to be covered in like at least a week and a half or two weeks. That's really right. two episodes. So you really get like two finals episodes. Then boom, it's the end of the season. Oh. Always happens within uh, these does. ends of RSPN. But thankfully, these next couple of days are going to be talking about the conference finals. Mm-hmm. The remainder of what we have in the conference finals. One might already be uh, predetermined, I guess you would say right now. One, there's still some game that has to be watched. We're <clears throat> recording this a little bit early right now, about an hour away from game four of the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat. But the unfortunate thing for Jeff and I is we're not West Coast boys. Well, Jeff is Jeff is 100% a West Coast boy. Yeah, I, am not a, I am not naturally a West Coast boy. Right, but right now, we, we are on. Look, man, we can't be up at 1 a.m. <laughs> trying, to, trying to talk to y'all about the Warriors, you know, sweeping the, the mass. We just can't do it, bro. Uh, if that's what happens. But, yeah, no, uh, you know, those games, they, be, they, they stretch a little bit, so. We're going to do our best today. Yeah, we can't watch it. We can't be like the inside the NBA boys. But we do have something planned a little bit later in the episode. I'm actually going to watch game four of the Eastern Conference Finals, as I normally do. Watching with a homie today, huh? With one of our bigger topics within the season, we have talked about black Celtics fans. My brother, who I'm going to have on the show with me this week, is not very happy that I bring up black Celtic fans in this fashion. So he's going to have some things to talk about that, along with (laughs) what happens with game four tonight in the, um, well, by the time you hear it, it would have been last night, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Tonight, we've got a lot to talk about between the Golden State Warriors and the Dallas Mavericks in game four. It could be the end of the Dallas Mavericks season tonight if the Golden State Warriors have anything to say about that uh seven curry has already said we get the opportunity to play tonight with house money so who knows what is going to happen if anybody rests because you know how those things go within the season at this point in time mm-hmm. when they're up 3-0 obviously we've already seen the statistic we've already seen the um no that nobody has ever come back from 3-0 even though there are twitter accounts that try and put the eye emoji on it <laughs> and put luka Doncic's scratched yeah. face hey listen um the 40 the 40 pieces haven't been able to do it so if that ain't going to do it, I don't know what else is going to do it, man. The Warriors will probably uh, close it out. And you know what? There's going to be a lot that we have to talk about with Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks and their position in the Western Conference Finals mm-hmm. going up against um, a team that I think that you and I have been fairly scared of for the past couple of months. Or not necessarily scared, but concerned Yeah, about. Yeah, most definitely eye-opening, you know, when these guys are all ready to go. And we still say that. I don't even know if Clay is, like, you know, even 100%. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they're still, they're still scary going forward. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Warriors are something else right now. But first, we got to handle some business. I got to call this man right now. I'm just going to see if he, up, if, he, if he even has the opportunity to pick up right now. So let's, let's see what goes on here. The answers. I don't think he's going to pick up. He already he's know. not going to pick up. He already know. You can address it on here. 
Yes, absolutely. 100%. Super green. He's not going to pick up. No, of course he's not, bro. Look at him running from the grind, yo. Crazy. Man. Look at him. Look at him running from the grind. Hey, That's it, crazy. It is, it is a wild retweet, Mark. If it's look real, at him it's running from the grind, bro. There's, there's, and, there's, no, there's no real proof if it's real. We can't tell nah. because it's an RT. It's an RT. That's bro. why. That's why if Cash Doll blocks me, I'm gonna be upset. Yeah. I didn't do anything it's to Cash Doll. If, if Cash, if Cash Doll block you off the RT from off 20, the manual from RT from, from, from 2010, 2011. I don't know, bro. I feel really bad for you, bro. Honestly, so Ant, man, you got might have to delete that one, man. It was at this moment, it was about eighteen minutes ago. You know, Ant, right now it only has four retweets. By the time we finish the show, <laughs> gonna be about two hundred. So y'all got to be careful out here, man. Get that shit, get that shit off the timeline, Ant. Bro, look at this, three more notes, and now, and now, look, he says <laughs> Scooby Doo. It seems that Scooby Doo laughing. Oh no! All right, bro. That's why he's not picking up the phone, man. I see, yo, Ant. Am I'm, I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna get am. There's still a little bit of there's, there's still a little bit of uh um what's the best word that I can use for this between Amp and I? There's um not necessarily ill will, but I think no. things are pretty cordial between Amp and I following the second round of the NBA playoffs. I think things went uh I think things went pretty well. He has already <laughs> denounced everything that he has said regarding Daryl Morey a couple of months ago on the show, one of the more historic moments of RSPN history. He has already denounced <laughs> Classic. His praise of Daryl Morey, so that will also be good. Who knows if we get any more denouncing? We never know. Within these next couple of days, probably between Dallas Mavericks fans, you already know how I have felt about um, the Dallas Mavericks in previous seasons, previous years. Yeah. Our bonus episode last season, right. even this season, I won't even lie, I'm not 100 over it. That's okay, man. This this will get you over it. It should get you over the hump right here. <laughs> but, but, but the, the thing, I was 100% interested and invested in the possibility of a Heat Mavericks finals. Because I want revenge. If there's anything that I want in these series, it's revenge. The Heat Sixers revenge did not. It hit, but it wasn't like 100%. Uppercut to the yeah, jaw, flying off the cliff. Things have changed, you know. You know what I'm saying? It was a good set of revenge. It was cool. The Hawks, obviously, there's not much bad. Uh, uh, the, the bad blood between the Miami Heat and the Atlanta Hawks was so, so many years ago that I don't even think there's any portion that really wants revenge after that at that point in time. Yeah, it's cool to talk fair. about Trey Young in previous shows. Sure, so we're going to yeah, have some absolutely. pieces to talk about with Trey Young and, and Luka Doncic as well. But it was all right. The Hawks, the Hawks first round series felt good because you get to shut up a lot of Hawks fans. No idea what's going to happen between the Heat and the Boston Celtics, but I don't think there's going to be any denouncing between Miami and Boston this week, at least not yet. No, no, there should be no – man, let's get it done. We still don't even know what the outcome is going to be. You know, it's exactly. crazy, bro. We'll find out, we'll find out by the end of the episode. Yeah. But what we do have to talk about is positivity, specific positivity <clears throat> that I think you'll be pretty familiar with, Jeff, I would, li- I would like to say. Me? Positivity? There's some positivity. Uh, there is some positivity here. We did get there's the really very it. rare three apologies from you last week, and that's not to be that's, that's not to be uh, erased yeah. out of history. No, no, you said we, you don't recall. That is cap. Right, Even the hey. RSPN admin said it was cap. I mean, look, I, you got if if three happened. I don't know if it was one. I don't know if I meant the other two. I you know things things get crazy when you start apologizing. But uh, I don't know if we're gonna have another episode like that this week, though. I'm not sure. Maybe apologies aren't in order this week because I think it's good to talk about your mans. Your mans <laughs> is in I never, I never rare air them, right now. I never murked him, though. I don't think I need to apologize to him. I feel like um, 
So here's kind of how I see it. If he, if the if the man that we're about to talk about, Andrew Wiggins, who is having a phenomenal series, I think he's just doing everything that he needs to do for that team. Mm-hmm. I, I think if he was with us this year, obviously, you know, bearing lineups and situations like I don't I think we still have a successful season, but I think we still end up where we were. You know, so I don't even want I'm not trying to make this about like the Timberwolves, but I really I'm happy for for Wiggins for sure. Uh, bro, is, he's balling out. He's I guess I can say this. I can apologize for thinking that he wouldn't be doing more than what he did in Minnesota because he definitely is doing more. So shout out Wiggins. Hell, so you thought he was going to be a burger out in Golden State. See I that? I don't want to say burger. I don't want to say burger. I just thought he would just be his normal, uh, you know. 15-point-a-game, 16-point-a-game type of guy. Now, hold on, bro. I know you're not hyping it up in the – we are literally <laughs> – while we're recording, Jeff, what you while we're recording, you, you are hyping Amp up right now. What, you, what do you want me to do? While we are recording? I'm trying to I'm trying to get details on this. I'm trying to see – you see what I use? And I Jimmy Butler face on top of all of that. Did you see how, you see how I edited the picture? You see what, what I took edit? out? I took out, what I, I took out a specific logo in that, in that, in that meme. Are you kidding me? Is there a logo in this? Is there a no, logo in this pick? I cut that shit out. You're a liar. You know where I got it from? No, I don't. This is this is Minnesota. This is Minnesota Timberwolves. Me. That's that stat muse. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no, I knocked the the watermark off, bro. You you ain't want to show love to the to this, yo. No. We gotta talk. Hey, we're, no. gonna, we're gonna show a lot of love to Andrew Wiggins. Can we talk about these music yes, accounts, yeah. man? Ah, uh, hey, bro. I saw he, I, I love Heat Muse. Shout out to Heat Muse. Sure, Heat Muse sure, is doing some good sure, stuff. Yeah. But now there's like Grizzlies Muse. Yeah, it's like, dude, what are we doing here? Hater Muse. What is Hater how, Muse, how man? Hater Muse? How did we get here, man? This is just as bad as at Lake Show Yo. Like Lake Show Yo, oh, and they thought about, hey, nice. guys, doesn't the, doesn't the playoffs suck? Yeah. Man, now we got Hater that Muse. Hey man, they've been down bad a little bit, but it's okay. It is okay. It's been completely okay. They have to watch entertaining conference finals basketball, just like how all other fans do, just like how the remainder of the NBA universe does. Mm. But yeah, man, look, bro. Let's 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 talk about Wiggins a little bit more. I think he's probably the piece that really is putting this shit together, and I think that's weird to say considering you know how how deep the warriors are and what they already have they're shooting the quality i mean three of the players that we latched on to there in their during their original you know dynasty run there they're still there um mm-hmm. but you know having wiggins drop you know just 27 on a ran you know on i say a random night it's obviously a, a conference game but having them drop 27 points and have 11 boards and you know you still got you still got your 31 from curry and clay still got a cool 20 you know that is like you're not gonna lose mm-hmm. so him being that piece even still having jordan Poole do what he do um and obviously you know you got draymond being draymond i, I just feel like everything is in line for them to, to repeat and i just mean like make it to the finals get there again um, and shit, a lot, have a lot of opportunity to win. Uh, I mean, based on who they end up playing, if it is Miami Heat, like I think. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I don't know. I got to show a lot of love to Wiggins uh, for my, to my numbers, guys. A plus twenty two, man, plus twenty two in that game against Dallas, plus that crazy ass dunk that we all uh, we all loved. I felt completely amazing on the fact that Anthony Edwards over Gabe Vincent has already been topped. Mm. I thought it was going to be biggest dunk of the season. Thank hey, you, Andrew Wiggins. These kids, boy, for making things better. These kids, boy, they different, bro. I mean, I, Wiggins ain't a kid, but I, I, that's wait, that's, that's something else. I like to I like to kind of like touch on real quick. Wiggins is still only twenty seven years old. 
Okay. Is he, God, wow. Yeah, the mid selling like, meme, meme was so long ago. That shit is crazy. Yeah, right? This is a 95 baby right here, bro. So, like, dude is like, there's still a lot of time for him now, I think, still to progress, you know, and even get better, especially with this team. Um, I don't want it to be a situation for him where, like, you know, he's demanding a lot of money and he just goes and gets it somewhere else. And then he's kind of like, this is definitely like a situational. Me and Cam talk about it every time he's on here. You know, it's just a great situation for him. So it just works out. I think the teammates that he has, uh, the role that he has, it, it's all in his favor. So they need to just try to work it out and make sure that he's there in the future. And, uh, yeah, they'll keep contending for sure. Especially on a team, Especially on a team like the Golden State Warriors where it's been discussed by some fans where, you know, this is an Andrew Wiggins that could probably do those 27s. Mm-hmm. A good amount of times a night, but doesn't because that is not the focal point of the Golden State Warriors. You do not need that 27 guaranteed from Andrew no, Wiggins where no. you might have needed it in a, yeah, in, yeah. in a Minnesota or anywhere else it's that he plus, could have been bro. on the team because you've got two of the greatest shooters of all time on your team. Mm-hmm. You've got somebody who many in the NBA universe feel was robbed of the most improved player who should have been the true most improved player of the year with Jordan Poole. You also have them on the team to the point where it feels like what we had talked about for a couple of months back for the Golden State Warriors, where our concern was a little bit heightened because of the fact that Klay Thompson is going to make his way back along with a more healthier Golden State. Now we start seeing where it ends up leading in these Western Conference Finals where they are literally one game away from the NBA Finals. And Draymond Green is saying this literally doesn't mean a single thing. We don't care that we are one win away. And truthfully, he might be right. All you know, for all you know, for whichever reason, they kick back 100% on the gas pedal Mm -hmm. and just like, you know what? Why not? We got this. We got got this. They got to come back to the house twice. Yeah. Then Luka comes back and gets four straight, and it's another generational loss. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen, nah. but Draymond should 100% feel comfortable in the fact of stating that he does not think that this really means anything. 3-0 is great, but you are not 100% in the NBA Finals. You do not have the guaranteed opportunity to compete for an NBA championship yet. You have to finish what you are doing, and go and say words have the opportunity to do that <clears> tonight. <throat> And make a run that really rivals, I think, a lot of the teams that we hold very tightly. Mm-hmm. The teams that we see on shows like Winning Time, yeah. the teams that we keep heralded into the 1990s of our favorite teams and so on and so forth. You and I had talked on previous RSPNs on whether the dynasty window has closed 100% for the Golden State Warriors after the departure of it, Kevin Durant. It, it was really hard to to say also. It's like, tough. You know, it really was. I mean, I, I was unsure because we had to consider how good they were before he got there, you know, and, uh, yeah, they were still just as good. So, I, I don't know, man. It was tough. But, uh, I, hey, you don't – they definitely don't want to be on the wrong side of history, you know, and thinking that they got to shoe in to the finals. You know, you got to close out tonight. got to finish – um, and then take it there, but yeah, you know, you don't want to be, you don't want to be a part of it. I mean, even just one win would have like, you know, analysts and reporters on edge trying to, you know, hoping for it, hoping for some magic story. Cause you know, everyone loves Luca. They really mm. do. I mean, I think they would, the NBA would obviously welcome it with open arms if he found a way, you know, to tie it up. But I don't think, I, I think they're just too good right now. The Warriors, I mean, and I think they'll finish up. Here's the difference between, why I think that 
TNT won't necessarily jump the gun with a lot of that if mm-hmm. Luka Doncic and the, and the Dallas Mavericks find their way into winning the game tonight and make it 3-1 and go back to San Francisco knowing that you have to – well, you, you, you 100% have to win everything going out. That's no question right, at all. That's right. not even uh, uh, anything debatable. But if they have the opportunity to do tonight and go back <clears> to San Francisco to win the next game and then figure out how you are going to chop down that block and then figure out the next two games, I don't think TNT is going to jump the gun the way that – ESPN has really tried to when covering the Eastern Conference Finals and the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics. Even though, as you bring up, a lot of this conversation should be focused on, and maybe it's, I don't even really think to say that it's unfair, but when we talk about the Dallas Mavericks and we talk about the path that they have taken to make the Western Conference Finals, again, the Mm -hmm. very big win that they got in Game 7 against a 64-win team, Phoenix Suns. Like, you have to think about the amount of teams that have had that many wins, 64 and up. They're they're ahead of the curve just off beating them. Exactly. They are. Did not make the Conference Finals, and you had 64-plus wins, the spot is very small. I think the last team to do that, I mean, not that spot. The list is very small. Excuse me. I think the last team to do that was the 2016 Spurs. Yeah, 2015, they lost to the Clippers in round one. Chris Paul hit the game winner. 2016 was when they won like 67, I think, and they lost to the Thunder. The the year that I thought the Oklahoma City Thunder were for sure going to win the the NBA championship, and they lost to the Golden State Warriors, of course, in that that very, very big series. But 67 wins, San Antonio Spurs, Tim Duncan's last season was the last time that we had a team like that that won so much in the regular season, did so many great things. The stories were amazing. Mm -hmm. Everything was happy for them media-wise, and they ended up not making the conference finals. That was a very big win for the Dallas Mavericks when they had the opportunity to do that. I think media-wise, Luka Doncic is already being propped up or has been propped up for a decent amount of time for the past couple of years as somebody that is going to be one of our future MVPs in this league. Unfortunately, I've seen for the past couple of days, it's – kicked off a little bit of an odd conversation that I actually want to ask you about. Mm -hmm. When it comes to what we have currently in the way that the NBA has influenced international markets, international fans, so much so that these amazing athletes have made their way to America, Mm -hmm. found their way in the NBA, made their name, become huge stars, Mm -hmm. become MVPs of this league, so much so that the fact that Luca is being projected to be one of the future ones, there has been a conversation of, well, here's the difference between international <laughs> athletes and you Americans. Yeah, Nobody yeah, yeah. does anything for the clout over in Serbia and Slovenia. <laughs> we focus on the fundamentals well, and na na na. And yeah, I was like, yeah, get yeah. a little bit of angle in. I'm not gonna go. <laughs> one, I'm not gonna go full angle, but it's going. It's going. <clears throat> what do you mean by that? It's going yeah. a little bit. What do you mean by that? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I think that rare, like that conversation, is only happening because uh, I, I mean this, and this is funny to me because I feel like we look at foreign players and then we think of like players who necessarily aren't like black. And mm-hmm. the funny thing about it is, this wouldn't be a conversation if like the league wasn't like dominantly like African American, like you know, running the league, being the best players in the world. Period, um, because. Us as Americans, for whatever reason, especially in sports, uh, we think that like we're just a superior athlete. 
you know, just mm-hmm. like naturally because it's our sport or it's something that like we've we've grown accustomed to as being like very, very popular. So when a player from overseas comes over and they're very good, the people that support the players from overseas, they, they treat it as if the training is different or I mean, I know the training is different to an extent, but they treat it as if the 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 value of the NBA is less. Mm-hmm. When there's when these players are still coming to play in the NBA, there's no other Premier League that they would come to play this sport. So I I, I know the whole uh, rhetoric of like, oh uh, you know, well they're just disciplined different overseas, or you know they train different, or they bounce the ball different, or the rim is smaller, whatever you know, whatever you want to like go with. But I think it's just like a, I honestly think it's just a shift in general of talent. Like, I don't think it's just overseas. I don't think it's just here. But motherfuckers be hating because, you know, we're the best at it, bro. Nobody's doing it for the money over yeah. in Greece. Everybody yeah. that's, that's knows cat. That's cat. the yeah. fundamentals. Like, we're sorry. Sorry that we'd like to – well, not we. I'm not an athlete. But sorry that they'd like to support a lot of their families and you try and get Giannis, the most money possible. You think Giannis's brothers can't play in Greece? Hey, man. Come on, bro. Less, like, like you know what I'm saying like and I'm not saying that those guys have jobs because of Giannis but I'm just saying like come on bro like everybody wants to play in the NBA first of all financially it's beneficial you know it's the it's the best thing that you can possibly do as a as a basketball player so whether it's for money or not for money it's not like Luca's not going to take 250 million dollars mm-hmm. I mean come on what's he going to say I'm from I'm from uh you know I'm from, from Slovenia I'm only going to take I'll take 50 million less but then not because only I'm do a, those because com- I'm a foreign player. Come on, bro. But then not only do those conversations make more enemies <laughs> for Luka Doncic, and I'm sure he's, he's probably not too too um, too cognizant of of you know the the enemies that he had, the slander that's yeah, online for him. Bro. Maybe he's yeah. not really tapped in as much as he's that is. Life, but man. you saw him when he turned twenty one. What were you doing when he turned twenty one again? In Miami, you don't remember where he was in Miami. Where was in Miami, man? Fucked up. I don't remember. I don't remember that. He ain't tapping with me. Oh, he, oh, damn. He, he ain't tapped in. You no fly pass. My bad, not 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 with me with Cyrus. My bad. My bad. Oh, okay, okay, okay. My bad, Cyrus. I, I mean, a, I mean to do, I mean to do Zopan like that. But um, when these things happen, you have people that relish at the fact that he's being banged on. Well, Andrew Wiggins is Canadian. He's not American. But <laughs> yeah, let's remember that. Yeah, he's a foreign player as well. The fact that like, the Golden State guys, Warriors, we got We got to do better out here. Bro. <laughs> Everybody was like, boom, gave it to him. He's like, he's not from here, bro. But those conversations spark things, man. Uh, there's going to be fans that are, are happy mm-hmm. in the fact that the Golden State Warriors are demolishing the Dallas Mavericks right now. I don't think it's any type of hyperbole to even say that. People may think that Luka should be exempt from a lot of the slander right now. But, hey, when you are the head of this Dallas team, as much praise as you got for beating Phoenix, your name should also be in that conversation for your performance. And whether or not you look at box scores and say, hey, 40 is pretty nice, there are going to be others that say, God, Luka is absolutely disgusting Mm -hmm. on this floor right now, despite – the amount that he's trying to score to keep Dallas in any form of contention against the Golden State Warriors. And game three was not very easy. It was him. Mm-hmm. It was Dinwiddie. It yeah. was Jalen Brunson. And other than that, it was not enough. Kleber clanked. It was not enough. And I think that's what we have to like go down to. The Mavs have already, I think, exceeded expectations, which is sure. great for them. Uh, you know, yeah, Luca had 42 on the 20th and another 40. So, you know, 82 points. 
uh, and like 15, 16 rebounds in two days. Phenomenal. But both games were losses. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, you know this very well, Mark. If, you know, the Heat would have lost their last two games and Jimmy Butler had the same line, you're not going to hear the end of it. Oh, God. And, and, I, and I'm not saying that to like, you know, bring up the heat in this situation and like but I'm, I'm trying to level out the playing field here like yeah i mean I, he's gonna deserve he has to, to take some of this heat i mean it's only it's only right it's just how the shit go bro i mean this is the league so yeah 42 points in a playoff game is crazy another 40 points in two days later is also insane but both games were lost um and they weren't like you know warriors did their job jason kidd is also going to be put in the spotlight sure sure for um i think only so much though because I, I just don't think they're supposed to be here at this second. And and they are, and that's great. You know, like, they, they deserve it. But I think that they can go into next season with some type of, like, ideal of what they want to do going forward. You know what I'm saying? Coaching-wise, player-wise, all that. Do you think it would have been better if, he, if Phoenix had the opportunity to play Golden State? The result doesn't change, though, does it? Uh, I don't think the result changes, in my opinion. You know, I kind of told you a few weeks ago where I sat with the Warriors. But, I mean, I'm not going to say better. I, I think... Everything really happens for a reason. I mean, we don't know what we would have got. We Warriors could be in the same situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I, to me, if the Mavericks, if the Mavericks were able to to take down uh, 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 the, the Phoenix Suns the way that they did, Suns don't deserve to be there. I mean, I don't. Mm-hmm. I, so I'm not going to say it would have been better. Clearly, something ain't right over there because this is not a team that they should have lost against. And also, uh, what the Warriors are doing to the Mavs right now tells us how far ahead they actually were to Phoenix, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, because you just let this team take you out when really it shouldn't have happened that way. And now the Warriors are like, well, it didn't matter who you were bringing in front of us. We're going to try to get this shit over with so we can get some days off and head into the finals. So, you know, I mean, it's really tough to say, man. Warriors are they mismatch everywhere. The reason that I bring up Jason Kidd and, and why he's under the spotlight is because mm-hmm. there's been some critique of, of of his ability to stop a lot of the bleeding. Sure. And um, some of the runs that Golden State provides – to Dallas in those I think points that's, that's where fair. pretty much it starts changing the entire course of the game mm-hmm. and then things get a little bit worrisome and Dallas has to play catch up and try and play Superman at the very yeah, end yeah. to Luka chuck up a whole bunch. And, shit up in the air, rainbow threes and shit, just hoping that the crowd go crazy after he busts them. I get it, man. And I don't know if kid kid's not coaching that. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's not coaching 42 points out of desperation and then another 40 points the next in two days later because you just keep losing. You know, I mean, but at the same time, I don't know, man. We also have to give him some credit. He is here. He coached something up, you know, against Mm -hmm. Phoenix that that got him in this position. So it's really weird. I don't know. Like, they just need to get more players, too, in the offseason. He needs help, bro. Luka needs help. Mm -hmm. I know the contract is going to be crazy, and I don't think he's going anywhere. But um, they got to get this guy some some more players, man. Hashtag Luka need help? He needs a little bit of help, bro. And the team's not bad. But I just think they they, they got to get a little bit more in there, man. A little bit more. Has it felt interesting looking at the conversation? I I, 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 I truthfully don't think that this trade is the conversation between this trade is gonna is gonna die out at any point in time. Mm-hmm. Luca versus Trey is not going away at any yeah. point in time soon, and that ended up sparking after the Dallas went down 0-3. Yeah, yeah. In whether or not the trade ended up working in Dallas's favor as a lot of people <clears throat> projected because you have an Atlanta Hawks that have made the conference finals last year. You yeah. have a Trey Young who is very well favored, not only in Atlanta, but also through um, fans that enjoy his play. Think uh-huh. he's one of the top point guards in the game. A lot might disagree. It's a little bit polarizing there, but for Hawks fans perspective, they say, well, 
Trey was so bad and Atlanta got fleeced. <laughs> but Trey Young made the conference finals. Not only did he make the conference finals, he beat Giannis twice. He did. They won two games. He did. He did. Dallas isn't even going to beat the Go- the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Well, at least well, we don't know until what happens tonight. Uh-huh. And if something happens well tonight, then at least you get one W. And who knows what happens on Wednesday night when, or, or Thursday night, excuse me, once they play again in Game 5. They're able to pull out anything tonight. But that beef doesn't really feel like it's going away at any point in time soon. It's really not even beef between Trey and Luka. I don't really <laughs> see them jabbing at each other yeah, or yeah. jarring it's, at it's each other. Just it's like just Mavs. between Hawks and Memphis. Yeah, I'm about to say, it's just between Mavs and, and Hawks fans. And to me, I find it a little weird because it's like I test will tell you uh, that Atlanta put Trey in a little bit better of a situation to win immediately just off mm-hmm. the team. Um, so I, I, but in general, I don't know. They're always going to be tied together because of that trade. Um, but what, I mean, what do both fan bases have to be upset about? I mean, Luca is been stamped uh, many times by NBA legends, reporters, analysts, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, at this point, I, I think Trey's kind of getting a similar stamp as well. I mean, he's he's just he's gifted. I think Luca's ceiling is just ridiculous. When I think people are so googly eye off like what he can be, um, and you know, we kind of we kind of see Trey's game for what it is already. I don't I don't know how much more evolving he will do, but he's so I mean, he's very good. He's a you know he's a superstar. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just I mean that's just yeah it ain't going nowhere bro especially you know we'll get to the point where those two guys will meet in in a high pressure situation and you know we'll we'll get that shit going throughout the years I'm sure but I mean we could put Luke on on the Hawks and you know they may be in the same situation and we could put Trey in the Mass and they could be in the same situation right now I don't know it's you can't you know what the Hawks may have did something different for their team if they had Luca we don't we don't really know so all I'll say is I think. Atlanta was a little bit more uh, ready to go when Trey mm-hmm. got there. And Dallas might be a little bit different. And granted, the way that this Western Conference finals is, I think Dallas completely realizes they have more work uh, to do. A little right. bit more opposite from Golden State. I think even with some of the bigger headlines that had come from San Francisco mm-hmm. and everything that has surrounded the returns, the minutes, the coaching and everything else for the Golden State Warriors. I would like to think that Golden State Warrior fans are kind of kicking back right now. This se- this season be. has felt a bit, it got a, it got a little bit questionable from time to time. I, I would like to think that, <clears throat> and this is just complete assumption for mm-hmm. Dub Nation. There might have been some headliners that have just been a little bit questionable. Things that might have just made you raise an eyebrow just a little bit. For, but for right now, the fact that you are one win away from making the NBA Finals. And I would like to think in these next couple of days, depending on who wins out of the East, to go and fight for an NBA championship next week in the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. Again, the NBA Finals. Game one, the date of that is June 2nd. June 2nd, huh? So next Thursday is when we are going to have game one of the NBA Finals. Of course, Memorial Day is coming up in the next couple of days. But from a Warriors perspective, I would think that those fans are just cool, calm, and collected right now. I think that they have a team that is highly favored Mm media-wise. I think they should be very happy of the... people that they have the weapons that they have to be able to fight for an NBA championship again like I brought up before this 
if they have the opportunity to pull it off, puts them in an area where, let's see, 2015 was seven years ago. So that's what, four championships in the past? Well, actually, no, you had 2015, mm-hmm. 17, 18. So they lost 16. Right. Then there's 19. There's 20. There's 21. So that's four in the past seven. Yeah. How many? How many different teams can you think? That have been able to celebrate something like that. Yeah, I mean, what? Lakers. Bulls. Bulls. Will they be talked about in that same type of manner, though, if they end up pulling this off? Because if again, they, we've already had off. the they've already we've already had the odd combos of what should get asterisk mm-hmm. and what should get not between last season's finals, 2020 postseason, and they've even talked about it. it's get it's gotten so bad to the point that. Even on first take, they're just like, well, if I, and they being JJ Reddick specifically, yeah, I've been like, yeah. well, if I if I really really wanted to, I can tell you why each NBA Finals for the past, let's say, twenty years or so, deserves an asterisk. If you really want to go down that lane, but you shouldn't because it's corny. You shouldn't it is, because a, a lot not? of people really hype that up and do a whole bunch of oh, that. Man. But Golden State Warriors, wise, I think even for twenty twenty two, yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Yeah, the, those end up just getting really messy. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I mean, because injuries are literally a, a part of the sport. You know, it's mm-hmm. part of the game. So we have to stay on on task here, especially when like trophies are given out. Uh, it's like just like the bubble shit. I, I think that shit is still silly. I'm I'm really over it. You know, especially when you have players who are still playing talking about it. I think it just gets weird. You know, uh, I think we just need to respect outcomes and we just need to move on every year. There's gonna be a new champion every year. So uh, I say a new champion, but you know. Player, teams repeat but exactly. I, I just I, I just want us to look at the game for what it is you already know both play, every team's gonna be tired at this point no mm-hmm. team is 100 mm-hmm. percent, not one so you know you're at this point in the game where you have played a lot a lot of games if you're at this stage so we just gotta let shit play out man have the blowouts bothered you um <laughs> <laughs> not from a warrior's perspective I, f- I feel like you know you just get accustomed to some things mm-hmm. like every time there's a game i i'm not betting against them but if it was uh consistent like around the playoffs a lot i think the playoffs have been fucking good bro you know i'm one of them i'm, I'm dying on the hill like yo all the teams that's talking about oh, it feels weird lebron not being there or <clears throat> whatever like man this should have been crazy you know, Laker fan, whatever. If your team's not in it and they're usually in it, whatever, like it's been phenomenal. So blowouts, they don't bother me to that degree. I think it's just about the end game here and us getting a, a major final would be crazy. So uh, don't get me wrong. I, I do feel like the Heat will, will finish up the Celtics, but shit, we can look at Celtics Warriors and that will be phenomenal. We can mm-hmm. look at Heat Warriors and it'd be crazy. Shit, mm-hmm. I mean, even – you know, with all the prayers given and, and for whatever reason, the Mavs are able to figure it out and come back. Even if we got Mavs Celtics or 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 uh, or a Mavs Heat, it's still storylines, you know, it's still a lot of a lot of good basketball. So people just need to be happy. Let's get to the finals and we'll enjoy it. Numbers no, going to be em- up, bro. Numbers going to be do, up. <laughs> we do have an emergency. Hold on. Oh, no. Uh Oh, we got to handle this right now. Uh Oh. Let's see. Yo, what's wrong with you, yo? Hey, man. A lot, a lot is wrong with me. What is this? What is this cast? What is this cast? All thing, bro. 
Bro, why you delete that tweet, bro? It's I delete. I delete. Stand up on your tweet. Stand up on my tweet, bro. You think I was on Cash Dog butt ass naked? Who wouldn't? I haven't even watched BMF yet. Oh well, you seen the you seen the meme? What meme? I haven't seen anything. I seen you. You on, you follow this the Freak Bull Twitter page. <laughs> Freak Bull <laughs> Twitter page. I don't do nothing. I'm gonna type in Cash Dog BMF right now and look what comes up. Oh, you follow the, you, I thought you followed you follow you follow the exotic Ebony's XXX. Oh, nah, that god, ain't me. Bro. That ain't me. That oh my god, that ain't man. me. I'm on the podcast right now. Yes, yeah, bro. If a hey, to the uh, RSPN listeners, go to exotic Ebony's XXX. <laughs> yeah, all right, nah, 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 you're booted. Nah, you're booted. Nah, you're booted. I had enough of you. I had enough. You need you. You, 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 you just like you, you just like trauma. You just like trauma in my life. Hey man, shout out Joel Embiid, my MVP. <laughs> He's on the couch. He's on the couch with Giannis. All right, man. Whatever. See that? See, you, know, you see how nigga be? And then and then hey. an honorary heat covert heat legend JJ Reddick, who's actually a Sixers legend, tried to tried to come in and infiltrate, but Miami Heat Twitter found the mole. In the situation, and now he's been removed. Now look, now he changes his pick to the Boston Celtics. Ain't it crazy how life works? Crazy, huh? bro. You have any? You have anything That's, to do with that too? Nah, I, I got nothing, man. The, uh, they're gonna do what they got to do. But uh, to the listener, also, I'm about to expose Mark soon. <laughs> I'm gonna show y'all the real Mark. What? What am I getting exposed for? I'm gonna show y'all the real Mark, man. I know. I, I am. I'm 100 authentic online and offline. All right, man. He this this shit on the podcast is a persona. <laughs> oh, Expose the real. How is, that, bro? How is the persona? Yeah, bro. First of all, man, you got a white baby mama. Oh, yo, <laughs> oh, yo, yo, do not let him lie. Do not let him lie. <laughs> he's, now, he's, going, he's, going, right he's going full. He's going full slanderous right now. Uh-huh. Don't put me in the dirt like that boy Some earlier today, me, bro. Some you Don't put me in the dirt like that boy earlier today. Man, he married to John Mayer, man. <laughs> You got to a decent one there. Oh my god! <laughs> any other praise that you'd like? Any other that you'd like to give to Daryl Morey before before we let you go? Nah, man. Uh, go Warriors. Go, go you Warriors. are you are shameless. You are just as shameless hey. as ESPN. Hey, shout out my homie Robbie Rav, man. We sent him a Wiggins jersey. Robbie, you're sending <laughs> Robbie a Wiggins. Robbie would love a Wiggins jersey. He I would. think that would be an amazing present. I don't know about that. It's gonna be hard, also, to get a Wiggins jersey. I don't know where we gotta get that from. You can get Probably it from Kids Foot Locker. <laughs> <laughs> you can get it from Ross, right, right? bro? Yeah, but, all right, both of y'all are getting out of pocket. <laughs> Models, both of you niggas Models. Is getting out of here. Models, yo. <laughs> Appreciate you picking up, man. We'll talk to you later, yo. All right. Models, hey, that, I didn't that say that. Got disrespectful. I didn't, I didn't even do anything crazy. I'm just a little bit concerned watching Golden State. That's all. That's all. Just concerned. I mean, I, I wouldn't be concerned. But I can't. I can't count my chickens. What's the terminology? God, I, how did I mess can't up? This is one of the easiest terminology. Hey, bro. Can't what can't count my chickens on? before they hatch. Some cartel shit. That's not cartel shit. Maybe Aunt right. Count my t- what? Maybe you're right. Maybe that was one hundred percent inaccurate. Maybe you do got a little white baby mama somewhere in the cut. What? Do I look? I'm not. I'm not gonna guess. I'm not gonna guess. I mean, you you don't. You don't. You don't look. You don't look. No. I don't look. I knew what you. What I'm saying is, I know what you're about to ask me, and I'm gonna confirm that no, you don't. Do you? I don't 
know if you I don't know if you know the name. Text me text me the name you think you think that I was gonna text me the name you think that I was gonna say. But I'm a little bit I'm just a little bit concerned watching Golden State. I don't want to count my chickens before they hatch because you there's be a lot. Play. I don't be worried. You I'm don't just be no. It's well, we got about 20 minutes until the until uh, game yeah, four yeah, kicks off. There. I have no fear. Mm-hmm. in my heart tonight game three was a little bit worrisome because i knew for a fact that miami needed one game in boston to be able to shut up a lot of people a oh, lot yeah. of media a lot of analysts a lot of fans that said this is going to be done in five games and boston celtics are making their way nice and easy to the nba finals i knew that this one game depending on whether it's in three or whether it's in four in boston was going to be something that was 100 necessary because this was not going to be possible if they did not get a win in Boston. If you lose three straight, I think people pretty much just count it all up completely. I don't think they're going to give Miami Heat the props that they give the Dallas Mavericks in even the slightest chance of opportunity to clean up these next few games and make the NBA Finals down that much to the Boston Celtics. But conversation was weird, yo. After 1-1, that that big yeah, blowout in the game two. I know, I know. Picks were changing. Things got weird a little bit and, there. And this and this is why I say I don't think TNT is gonna jump the gun on this Dallas Mavericks entertainment convo that ESPN has done, especially not only since since game two, but also during game three in their telecast between the Heat and the Celtics. That was some of the weirdest television. Hey, bro. Some of the oddest television that I have ever watched. It and began, this is getting weird, bro, about like am, who they wanna who they like wanna like kind of support on the side. I am not trying to do hyperbole with this, but please, please, if you are not a Celtics fan, even if you're not a Heat fan, just watch watch Saturday's telecast. Watch Saturday's telecast. It is a one-one series. Jeff Van Gundy said that Miami took the first punch. All the halftime analysts after Boston was getting thrashed in the first half said, well, Tatum just hit a big-ass three to turn 25 (laughs) to 15. Can Boston do it? That was all of halftime. They sprinkled in the fact that Bam Adebayo was dropping off whoever was in that game. They they didn't even want to talk about Bam that game, bro. They sprinkled in the combo. And then when it returns, Jimmy Butler's not coming back for the second half. You heard everybody bouncing up and down in their chairs. Marcus Smart ends up hurting his ankle, goes down after after Bro he came back jumps over like Kyle Lowry's back, bruh. goes to the back. I was a little bit concerned for Marcus Smart because I was like, well, it might be done for him. Comes back, crowd's going crazy, 8K camera. I've never seen this much clarity in TD Garden in my fucking life. Hits a three <laughs> on one ankle. <sighs> you would think Stone Cold Steve Austin just came out. The way that they hype that up, not even not even talking about a referee difference of what happened between free throws on Saturday. Just the fact that this heroic Superman Marvel DC shit that they tried to pull off in the TD Garden on Saturday, only for it to get ruined by hey, Bam Adebayo hitting a dagger, a mm. dagger shot, mm. only for it to be ruined by Victor Oladipo locking down. A lot 
Oh, Boston's favorites. Jason Tatum had 10 points. Barely heard about it. Jalen Brown had 40. Hands in the fucking air. <laughs> this is going to be amazing for the Boston Celtics. Can they rally it back and make it 2-2 going all the way to Miami? This is what ESPN has projected for the past couple of days. It is completely hey, different hey, this, between this Mike Green, right here. Right, Jeff Van Gundy, Mark Jackson. That difference was much different than what we got from Kevin Harlan, Reggie Miller, and Stan Van Gundy. It felt like TNT's cast on Game 3 between the Warriors and Mavericks was a breath of fucking fresh air compared to what I heard on ESPN <laughs> on Saturday. And I'm so glad that it happened to be 2-1 because if it was in opposite ends and Boston got their one one W in Boston. Oh God, we never hear the end of it. No, oh no, my God, yeah, Monday no, would have been, uh, been series you. is over. We're done. Let's start bringing up all the graphics team. Let's start booting up Celtics Warriors. Just start putting it up right now. And who knows what's going to happen within these next couple of minutes. You will get my immediate initial reaction towards the end of Game Four. At the end of this, <clears throat> as I'm watching with one of my closer friends in life. Big Celtics fan. Things might get a little bit hectic in his house tonight, but we're going to be linking with Shaq to be able to talk everything that went on between the Heat and the Celtics in Game 4 and all of that amazingness. But Game 3 was disgusting. Game 3 was Miami Heat completely ruining the agenda of what ESPN would like to project. This does not... I'm, 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 trying, to, I'm trying to illustrate the fact that this... The way the Saturday went down cannot be made up in my brain. No, no, you were right. It was a little, it's a little biased. Man. If it's if it's homerism, by all means, I'll take it because the way and the difference between ESPN and TNT was very, very visible. And tonight is going to be a challenge. A cha- excuse me, a challenge to say the least. You got your win in Boston, so it's not like you have all rights to just fuck off this entire game and game mm-hmm. four doesn't really matter. We'll just go back to game five for a best of three and you got to come back to Miami twice if it ends up going three and we got to win two. Blah, blah, blah. You don't have to do that. You can completely change the projection of this series going up three one and then these next couple of games in Miami and game six out in Boston is going to also, well, if it even needs a game five or even if, if it needs a game six, excuse me, that can also change depending on how Tonight goes between the Heat and the Celtics. But Saturday was odd. I would just like to be able to have a conversation between the best of the Boston Celtics and how well they have been compared to how well Miami has been and how Miami has been able to beat Boston, as not many have been able to do this year, in TD Garden. Hey, But we're not getting that. We're not getting that. We're getting, can Boston come back? If they didn't come back, ah, somebody's injured. Can they come back in the next couple of games so that we can hype this up? Like it's this, it's this really odd conversation that he fans are pretty much already privy to because these types of things happen from time to time, and we draw these types of things on the wall and go crazy within our minds. But now it's fairly evident. Now it's fairly evident. You get the opportunity to change that projection tonight, and hopefully with the remainder of the NBA faithful that is also um, watching these Eastern Conference Finals, the remainder of fans that have not tuned into too many Heat games have the opportunity to see, wow, there are a lot of names that I did not know at this point in time throughout the, well, well, um, well, not even at this point in time, but through the 
coasting of the regular season, I mm-hmm. guess you would say. Now that it's here in the Eastern Conference Finals, it's hard to talk about it because I don't know how important Max Struess is. I don't know how important Gabe Vincent is. I don't know if Victor Oladipo has come from come back yeah, from, got, uh, from, a, from an injury and has time, provided bro. things that it has. And the only thing we know right now is that Tyler Hero is out. Tyler Hero is out um, based off a lingering what? injury. Um, what was it, his groin? Oh, okay. So we'll see what happens in Game 5. He has the opportunity to come back for Game 5. But Jimmy Butler held things down. Hopefully he's able to hold down the entire game tonight in, in, in Game 4, not even just point-wise, but health-wise. And we'll, we'll, we'll just have to see what happens. But I just want to be able to have a clean conversation between the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat on who is the better team. I don't want to talk about this. I don't think it was. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen, bro. The win by quarter shit is the corniest shit that I've ever heard in my entire life. All oh, the yeah, other no. things that, that that Celtic fans are bringing up, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody would ever fucking care. Wow. Imagine two one happened and Miami Heat fans were talking about, well, we won the quarter against bro, you're, you're uh, Boston doing this? when they were up thirty. I am I am genuinely frustrated. You're doing this 20 minutes before you got to kick it with your Celtics, homie? Your black Celtics, homie, bro? He knows what it is. I, I understand that, man. But you're on edge right now a little bit about this, man. I'm going to call. I'm going to have a nice little sip of something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Make my way over to his crib. Okay. We're going to kick it. You're going to hear the initial reactions of what's going on here. And you're going to hear it at the end of this RSPL. We're already an hour out. You're going to hear a good 10, 15, maybe, may, maybe even 20. That's the good thing about when the season ends up uh, getting its way to closing. We have more opportunity to get a little bit more bonus content, sure. a little bit of extra Absolutely. minutes, so on and so forth. So who knows what we'll see in these next couple of hours going into the end of game four. But you'll get our first preview for the NBA Finals next week as well as Jeff and I catch up with what happened in the Western Conference Finals and the Eastern Conference Finals. And you'll hear all of that on next week's RSPN. So. With yeah. that said, we'll see you next week. Yeah, yeah. League MVP, defensive player of the year. Now it's time to add to your resume, NBA champion. How does that sound? Man, I'm so, I'm so hyped right now. Anything's possible. Anything's possible! I have a brief question to those that are listening right now. If you just won game four in a 2-2 series, is the Kevin Garnett Anything is Possible clip to introduce this show appropriate? Why would you want that? Because y'all don't respect us. Who doesn't respect you? Y'all don't respect us. Everybody respects you. No, they're slick talking. Who? They trying to make us racist. They trying to make us racist? All right, I'm going to chill. It'd it be mad racist sometimes. <laughs> and that's funny to you. That, that's what's funny to you? I think I see the shit everywhere. All right. RSPN After Hours right now. Um, I don't think we've ever done this, so this is something that is completely brand new right now. Tonight's episode of we here. RSPN After Hours is sponsored by... Which Terramana is that? The Reposado. Reposado. The Reposado. Terramana Reposado. My apologies to all of my um, tequila connoisseurs who have their opinions on celebrity tequilas. Because the Celtics are here. What? But the Celtics are here is kind of what I'm saying. That had absolutely nothing to do no, with... No, it has everything to do with That everything. has absolutely it nothing has to do... everything to do with Why? Everything. What did that have to do with tequila? I mean, you're making it tequila specific. I'm more so saying the Celtics are here. 
And don't forget it because nobody nobody has forgot that. I think it's forgotten. We, 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 we gotta make sure, we the, news, we gotta make sure the news gets turned down a little bit. As okay. as 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 our special guest this week turns down this news, I would like to introduce him. Um, what's the best way to introduce our special guest this week? Um, for those that have had a little bit of an interest in. My, Celtics. My, no, not the Celtics. Celtics. In, Paul Pierce. In the, the art, truth. In the artistic background. I don't know where we got with Paul Pierce here. The, the, tr- the artistic background, uh, a lot of the graphics that I do for everything that we do on RNC Radio, um, a lot of that was birthed when I was 15 years old with this man to my left. Um, in my, was it Den? Yep. In my Den. When um, he was 16, I was 15. He was working with... Um, I, I was just about to make a pun, a nightlife pun. No need. I was just about to make a nightlife pun. But we're working on a little bit of nightlife out here. When he was 16, I was 15 years old. Did some graphics out here. And uh, we had a bunch of fun with it for the past couple of years, I guess you would say. Uh, that was 15 years ago. We are here today discussing the conference finals in ways that we could not do when we were very young. And um, he has a specific agenda that he would like to push in his notion, in his mindset. The Celtics deserve respect. I, I don't know where he thinks the that... The Celtics Bo- deserve respect. I don't know where he thinks that Boston The last not. 10 years have been nasty, and we don't get no No, they love. have not. They've been nasty. No, they have oh. They've been nasty since we bullied LeBron up out of Cleveland. Bullied, it's been nasty oh. since then. It's been no love, no respect, undermining our authority, you know... I just, I just don't feel the love when I'm out in the streets. For those, Granted, I don't live in Boston, but I don't feel the love when I wear the Celtics jersey. For those that have listened to I Am Not a Genius, he was one of my guests on I Am Not a Genius. He That's is crazy. here, and I'm very happy that he's here for the fifth season of RSPN as we are um, getting a little bit closer to the end of the season. But we here. Shaq is here with us to discuss a whole lot more than just the Heat and Celtics conference finals. How are you feeling, buddy? I'm feeling great. Thank you for having me. I'm feeling great because this is. I thought you were going to troll and say, How are you feeling? I mean, if you want to tell me. <laughs> I'm not feeling bad. Uh, I am feeling fine. Mm-hmm. But this is, this is something that, you know, it had. It, it, game fours like this are going to be discussed in totality, in fullness, mm-hmm. complete preparation as to why this was fairly bad for Miami. But. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100% mad. I was more mad at a win than I was at a loss. And I'll explain the reason as to why. Okay. But your emotions, I won't say emotions. Emotion has a, emotions has a little bit of a negative connotation to it. Your passion right now is at an all-time high. Yes. Do you think that that introduction that we just had for you with Kevin Garnett literally winning a championship <laughs> yeah. is appropriate to this 2-2 conference finals tie that we have with game five going yes because every single win we have him in this playoff series is a very big deal from kd and Kyrie. yes over to Giannis. yes and now over to miami yes who who i feel frustrates me the most honestly just given the history through lebron just completely taking the 2010s away from us but that's because you pissed him off Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Now we are finally returning to a level of greatness. And it, it feels real. Feel it hasn't like felt this real. Ever. It didn't feel it. Not since maybe 09. Boston was just in the conference finals three years ago. But LeBron was there 
So what? You took him to seven games. <laughs> no, but he started Bronning. You took him to seven. But he started even Bronning. If, even if Bron Bronze. He started Bronning. Even if Bron Bronze. Even if Bron Bronze. You took him to seven. Shouldn't that feel good? I feel like you I were specifically just remember a play in that game seven where LeBron just fast break layup, three Celtics on him, dragging him down toward that. Yeah, some Space Jam shit. <laughs> yes. That's what, ha- that's what happens. But you shouldn't feel like the past decade has been nothing but disrespect. Oh, yes, I absolutely do. Why? Straight hate. It's it's hate off jump. It's not hate. It's hate off jump. I can't have basketball conversations with people simply because they're just going to throw out random Marcus Smart flop comments, racist Boston comments, (laughs) or, or, or... Who else? So nothing that's cap is what. Is. So, 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 so the truth is. So the truth is what they see. What I'm saying. The truth. Why saying. is it see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying. What is that? Why is it see what I'm saying? Because we hear. Okay, let's talk. Okay, let's talk. We hear. Let's talk about things that are not. Because we hear. Let's talk about things that are not game four right now. <laughs> everything is game four. We've talked. Everything is game four. You hear this? Everything is game four. We talked throughout the season, mm-hmm. and um, not only was Mike not happy, you were not happy as well. No, about the. The term black Boston, black Boston Celtics fan. Why does that bother you? Why does it bother me? Why does it bother you? Uh, this, 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 is a gen, this is a genuine question. Okay. So this is my team. Yes. It's like, it's a funny answer. I <laughs> see. Why does it bother you? That's what I'm asking you. I simply don't like it because I am a black Boston fan. <laughs> Does it does it come with does it come with certain um, It always comes with the racist uh the racist the wise the wise house and I'm just letting So them what's know. the answer to the that's all one of those what's Paul the Pearson to the one? 01 Paul Pearson Paul Pearson 01 man that was the man Okay the motherfucking truth Okay does it you, you did have the opportunity to go to Boston and watch Numerous Boston Celtics games no, in Boston. Just is one. Just, is it just, just one? one, and we lost by thirty. <laughs> who do you, who do you lose to? <laughs> the Raptors. Y'all got banged by the Raptors. What, what era was that? Was this that Larry was, DeRozan? This was uh, this was after was Kawhi? Kawhi left. Oh, it was after, after Kawhi? the championship. Yeah. yeah, so y'all got banged by. Um, yeah. Oh my god! It was bad. It was bad. This was Kemba days. Those were rough days. Kemba. I thought y'all loved Kemba out there. I think he was a nice guy, but seeing him get hunted every game really just became. Um, Depressing. So post Kyrie, now Kemba. It's past IT too, right? Pat post IT. And Marcus was sitting there the whole time. The whole time. Point guard extraordinaire sitting there the whole time. Point guard extraordinaire. I don't know if I uh, Extraordinaire. What makes Marcus Smart a point guard extraordinaire? Come on, man. The vision. The vision. The vision. You see how them 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 turnovers dropped since he since he went over the point guard. He's he is an important on, piece man. to the Boston Celtics. Yes, I think he might be the most important piece. The most. I think he's the most important. Piece. The one hundred percent most important. Okay, piece. so you see, you did one hundred. One hundred is way more than most. No, but one hundred percent is 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 definitely most important piece because this is something that I want to explore. When game one happened, he was at, he was out game one. Yes, he was out. Al was out. Game one happens. Miami wins. And I was happy. I was like, yeah, let's fucking go. But then the timeline was like, ah, no, no, no. You're getting a little bit too happy because Marcus Smart and Al Horford were out. No idea why. Even if Marcus Smart is the defensive player. I feel like you just overpronounced those names. And and I'm trying to understand why. I do a good amount of overpronunciation on on (laughs) here. But Marcus Smart being the timeline turner when Uh he ends up coming back. 
the was something that I did not expect until game two happens and game two is... But why don't you expect that? I think that's a part of the disrespect. I feel like people don't even watch Celtics regular season games. Why not? This is a lot of assumption, well, I would I'm say, for a fairly loved team. Out. This is a this is, is a love team. This Maybe is because a... I live in Florida. Maybe it's because I live in Florida. Maybe. Do Floridians have, have beef with Boston Celtics fans? Yeah. Really? What? They, oh well, well, they can't stand us, and I don't know. Why. I mean, well, yes, he Celtics D-Wade, has a yes. D-Wade, he did that to Rondo. We didn't even do that to y'all. But that's an old. That's an old beef. But that's though. what I'm saying. We should be mad. That's an old. We should be mad. Sure. Okay. Sure. sure. LeBron held the basketball in, in Kevin Garnett's face and started laughing, and Kevin Garnett was in his face. That was bad. That was embarrassing. <laughs> I but feel that's like a KG was going out. But who still? I don't. I don't know if there's many Heat fans that still hold that as a as a like strong. Even with 2020, like he Celtics was a good six game series. And they, in, I didn't, in the 2020 they didn't take us seriously at all. What is not take? They didn't take us seriously what is, at all. What is not take seriously? Unfortunately, we was weak. We were soft back then. But they didn't take. I didn't. The Heat did not. The Heat did not go into that series. They didn't come across as if they thought they were going to do anything but win that fucking series. Why not? They they had they had extreme confidence over us that they don't have this season they just, over us. They well they, they don't up, have that same confidence. They're approaching us like with caution. Well, they ended up just beating the Milwaukee Bucks in the 2020 postseason, so that was a very big uh, moment for Milwaukee. Oh well, for Miami, excuse me. Um, Last season? No, in 2020. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Tell you yeah. right. That was a pretty big win for Miami. I think very so. big win for Miami. Um, Celtic series ended up going into six games, and then they pretty much knew. I mean, the Lakers Nuggets series Destroyed was not us. was not amazing. I was just, I wouldn't say six games is destroying. It was a close game. It was a close series. Mm-mm. It didn't feel good. It, you didn't as a, as a Celtics fan. I did not feel good in any of those games, win or lose. Not a single game. Not a single. Tatum one. was it's having hard. the. He was what? He was he was. Scary. I don't want to say he was scary, but. Kemba was a problem. Who else was on there? The sporadicness of Jason Tatum, I think, was something that continued between 2020 and yes, this yes. season, uh, and this postseason as well, because even though you got the 10-point performance from Jason Tatum on Saturday, you get a much better performance from him uh, tonight as the Boston Celtics get the Game 4 win in a very, very convincing fashion. Um, but I just don't understand where this... Disdain comes from this pain it's comes not from you. disdain. This feels like I pain. I just that notice it. I notice it. So now that we are here, I just want to draw attention to the fact that nobody wanted us here. That's a that's no one that's wanted a us fucking lie. No that's one wanted us here. No one wanted us here. That is such a lie. No one wanted us here. Y'all was with Kyrie, burning sage, and stepping on dudes. No, but yo, <laughs> who was doing that? You think I was? <laughs> Y'all was cool with it. Get them out of here. When they got us out of here last year, it was hype. Fuck them leprechauns. Get them out of here. Y'all was hype. Let's talk about the leprechaun, man. I mean, I don't really know the history, so I ain't got nothing. You don't know that. Nah, nah. You ain't running away from the history of the leprechaun. You watched Winning Time like I watched Winning Time. Don't run, away, don't run away from the history of the leprechaun. All I got from Winning Time is that Larry Bird was in Magic's head. Was it Cap? No. That's all you got from Winning Time, though? Honestly speak. No. <laughs> 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 no, I learned. I learned a lot from winning. Was it cap? That's, that's winning all. time is, is cap. Winning central. time should be called was it cap? Winning time is lids. It is cap central. No, it's not. Uh, there's, there's some fa- there's fabricated <laughs> stories, but they're not quoting that this is pure nonfiction. And they're not. But honestly speaking, if I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and you're painting me a certain way, you using my name, my height, my ball spot, you're doing it all. But Kareem, this is what this is this is what I. This is what I had interest in when looking at the 
reviews from a player perspective mm-hmm. of what winning time was. Magic should be pissed. He is pissed. Yes, Magic should be 100% pissed. Kareem, I don't know if he should be as pissed as Magic is. Kareem was painted in a... That dude was kind of corny. He had a corniness to him. Why was he corny? I don't know. I just He had a cheesy vibe to me. No? I don't know if I, don't know if I got a I vibe just, that was cheesy about Kareem. a cheesy vibe to him. Hmm. I don't know about anything. At least not enough to piss Kareem off. Jerry West being talking about he's going to sue the damn sue the damn producers. Not for nothing. If Jerry West is not like that, he should be upset. Because I hasn't that been the story all the time about Jerry West? I didn't know. I immediately text you when I saw the first episode, and I said, "Yo, I didn't know he was a spaz." And if if I didn't know, I don't want to necessarily say spaz, but it's just like if you have anger of getting your ass whooped for a decade, who's gonna blame you? And then him fucking up the MVP trophy. Yeah, if I mean, <laughs> I mean, if that if he didn't throw his Finals MVP trophy, granted, but you know, I, he's the only person in NBA history to get Finals MVP and lose a series. So you get the participation trophy where yeah. the Boston Celtics get to celebrate for an entire decade. I would expect you to be angry <laughs> as hell. That's why is happens. why is Jerry West expli- approaching this as if it is something that's highly embarrassing? Nobody's jerry i don't know but it could have been embellished it could have been exaggerated i think that that's more so his problem especially if he's not like that because that dude he comes off away for sure on the unwinning time anyway the character did you have an issue with how larry was perceived because i thought if anything was overdone i felt like i mean larry was a bit a tad a tad overdone I heard he, uh, from what I hear, he stories, was that guy. He was an asshole. He was an asshole. Yeah, we've heard the quotes. He was an asshole. A lot of shit talk. So I can just imagine it. But you know, I feel they leaned on the Budweiser. They leaned on the, <laughs> the all the all the obvious stories you hear. I don't know. I think he came out cool with Magic for sure. Oh, Magic, Magic, one hundred percent for sure, for sure, for sure. Like I was telling you earlier, this 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 whole show could stir up some shit in his house. That's probably what he pissed about. But was it cap? That's all, that's all I want to know. Was it cap? Cap or no cap? You still talking about a lot of shit winning time. And granted, I still haven't watched. They call me magic yet. I still haven't watched. They call Ain't me nobody magic. gonna watch that shit. I, I will <laughs> if I, if I know for a fact that nobody's there, watching. If that. I know for a fact that there is a nonfiction portion of this uh, decade of the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, I mean, granted, winning time was only about two years. Or a, year, or, or, or a year and a half. 1979 going into 1980. And yeah, yeah, yeah. If I know that this part is a little bit fictitious and there's a complete... I don't want to necessarily say that They Call Me Magic is fictitious as well because they might fabricate some stories, but it's coming directly from the sources. I'm going to watch to get the different perspectives. There's two sides to every story. There are two sides to every story. But nobody's going to watch They Call Me Magic. I'll watch They Call Me Magic. I just got to get to it, though. Yeah. Because I want to watch Winning Time. It's not... A- <laughs> Exactly. It's not, it's not at the top of your list. And it's by magic. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, granted, yes, with that, if you're producing your own thing, there's probably going to be stories that get left off. Probably stories that made their way into Winning Time, because Winning Time, again, is, is based and on a book. stories that's not going to piss my wife off. Sure, but yeah. he does talk about a little bit of the, well, not infidelity, because I don't know if they were married at that point in time, but the, the, the different things that he was involved in at the point in time as a member mm-hmm. of the Los Angeles Lakers. It's not going to be as entertaining as it's going to be shown in Winning Time, no. Yeah, that's the, that's the point. That's what I'm saying. When it, yeah, yeah. That's the point. Fair. 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 
So granted, winning time ends up telling a very amazing story between the Los Angeles Lakers, and we don't see too much of the Boston Celtics outside of, outside of Red Auerbach. Yeah. Uh, his thoughts on Jerry West, how he thinks that nothing's going to happen for the next decade because he has Larry Bird, you have Magic Johnson, I'm going to completely take this over. Um, season finale ended up having some really good stuff on how David Stern wanted to paint the story, illustrate the story between Magic and Bird by... I guess you could kind of say convincing the league to make Magic Johnson the finals MVP where Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was supposed to be the 1980 finals MVP. He ends up getting hurt. Magic mm-hmm. plays center. They beat the Philadelphia 76ers. They beat Dr. J. Magic Johnson is now the finals MVP. That probably sets fire into Larry Bird. We get the next decade of amazing basketball, yada, yada, yada. But mm-hmm. between them, going, in, going from 1986, going into the drought of 2008, going into what we have today, you don't think those are as I said, Mr. Armand, excuse me. Mm-hmm. You don't think there's a single portion that might think that it's a, just a, a tiny bit hard, a little bit difficult for the appearance of the black Boston Celtics fan? I, just a, just a, that's a tiny, that's a, that's a tad. Just a tad. I'll give, I, I, I will give you a tad. That's a tad. That's it. I will give you I don't want to, I don't want to approach you. My Drewski hands are up. <laughs> My Drewski hands are up, I promise. I will give you a tad. Just a tad. Just a little bit. Now, there have been there 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 have been black heroes for the Boston Celtics. You have talked about Paul Pierce, Kevin uh, Garnett. Yes. Jean Rondo. Ray Allen. There we go. That was that was that was your era. We're not counting Big Baby though. Glenn Davis is your man. We're not counting Big Glenn Baby. Glenn Davis is your man. So who's so who's okay, so who's not your man? So James Posey is your man. James Posey is my man's. Glenn Davis is not my man. Glenn man's. Davis is he not your man's. man's. What about Marquise Daniels? Marquise Daniels is your man's? Man, remember when they fucked up his neck? <laughs> is that the first thing that you think of? Was that the, that was the heat too, wasn't it? No, no, don't put that, that on the, the heat. Don't put that on the that heat. The don't heat, put that it? on the heat. No, the no, heat? no, don't put that on the heat. When he dropped and broke his neck, it wasn't the heat? I don't know. I can't remember. Hey man, Google that and just put it in the put it in the bios. Greg Steamsma, your man's who? Steamsma, <laughs> see that? That's you said crazy. Steamsma, Steamsma. That's him. That's his man. That's that's his name, right? Steamsma, Greg no. Steamsma. I can't remember Steamsma. You don't remember Greg Steamsma? He was Steamsma. a big talking point for those Boston Celtic media that wanted to paint the Boston Celtics against the Miami Heat. At that point in time, now Greg Stevens ended up being a little bit of a butt of the joke at the time. Mm-hmm. We ended up getting the series that we got in 2011 and 2012 as well, which ended mm. up being completely huge. But now are they huge? My point Maybe in that for y'all for Miami, yes. Nah. For Miami, yes. I mean, after that, you ended up getting the trade from Boston to Bro- so from the trade from Boston to Brooklyn. Um, that was a little bit challenging, I would assume, for Boston Celtic fans because. The yeah. thing with the thing with the Boston and the Brooklyn trade was everything was so assumed that I thought them niggas would have worked in Brooklyn immediately, yeah. right? <laughs> everything was assumed that it was going to happen immediate, especially when they played the Heat. It was the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just assumed that Jason Kidd and Darren Williams, Garnett, Pierce, that was Joe Johnson, Joe Johnson. That was that was assumed. They was putting money in Brooklyn too. Yeah, and Brooke Lopez. Yes, yes. Which is even crazier because years later, we end up getting Brooklyn and Boston in this year's first round series. You sweep the fucking Brooklyn Nets as people said, and people being media said that this is going to be a little bit hard to call because don't be surprised that Brooklyn makes their way 
and beats the two teams in front of them to make their way to the conference finals. Not only did they say if Brooklyn plays Miami, that's good for Brooklyn, but they also said that don't be surprised that even with everything that happens, Brooklyn makes way to the conference finals. You sweep the Brooklyn Nets. Yes. Not only do you sweep the Brooklyn Nets, you defeat the NBA champions in the Milwaukee Bucks. Come on, man. It's the revenge tour. Did you feel, even with those two, I, I honestly felt that the media after the Nets Celtic series were not talking about the correct things for what Boston. Were they, what were they talking about? Uh, why Brooklyn lost. Why Kyrie Irving should have been there more often. Uh. Why Ben Simmons uh, should get completely scolded and slandered for not playing the series and you're not a team player and yada, yada, yada. Whereas... The performances that we saw from Jason Tatum and everybody that was within the Boston Celtics to keep up. Kevin Durant very humble, uh, point-wise at least, was a big story. And not many talked about that. They decided to talk about what was problematic <coughs> for Brooklyn at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that did deserve a lot of respect. I think the respect that you received beating the NBA champions in the Milwaukee Bucks was a little bit more just because there was not much interest that people had in slandering the NBA champions of Giannis. I don't think that gave got us the respect. You don't think that gave you even more respect? No, because it's even still it's yo, they if they had Middleton, if Middleton was here, it, it's it's still an if and but kind Nobody's of Nobody's doing if they had Middleton yes, in that series, they, right? That's the first thing they were saying. Really? If they have another scorer, they have this. If Middleton's here, they're they're locked in. But they got banged Drew, but they Drew got banged Middleton in. and Giannis have X, Y, and Z record. When they're playing together, it's Lights out. So, so, so what's, what's the point of even playing? That's, that's, my, that's my thing about this series. When we talk about the Heat and Celtics right now, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the differences of, of talking of injuries and so on and so forth ends up being talked about a whole lot. And at a certain point, it gets a little bit annoying because that ends up being like the focal point of what is talked about for the entire series. Granted, shout out to Cam. Cam and I have went back and forth on this the past couple of days on what is the biggest talking point within the Heat and the Celtics um, in this series, and it ends up being the performance of Bam Adebayo against, in my opinion, is... Bam is the key. He fucks us up all the time. But my thing is, I think his performance against who I believe could even be Defensive Player of the Year over Marcus Smart ends up being Robert Williams. His importance to the floor when he comes back, he came back tonight, Game mm-hmm. 4, Um did not get the 30-point performance that we got from Bam in Game 3 because he we was absent. We didn't get the 10-point performance. Yeah, and game, it's, it's been, it's, it was fairly difficult for Bam, and it has been difficult for Bam against Robert Williams, which has been tough. Game 1, yes, Robert Williams played, but Bam did not have a large amount of points. I think he was in between the, tw- the 10 and 12, maybe 13-point range. I don't think he was there. I think he was under 10. Even lower, even lower than that? I think it's, so. It's a possibility, and, that's, and that, yes, is a concern for Miami. I've talked about this with, with Jeff before on RSPN. I, there's so much that I want for Bam compared to how much I want from Bam, especially against mm-hmm. a performer like Robert Williams, I think is very important to be able to establish dominance because as game two happened, so many said, yo, Jimmy really needs assistance from a lot of his players. He's you can't, doing it all. You can't, you can't do 30, 40 a night and not get much from a lot of your performers. But I, the, the, the reason that I argued about it with Cam is because, yes, it's, a, it's, a, it's something that's challenging. Yes, it's something that concerns me because I would love for Bam to be able to have those types of performances against Robert Williams and against, the, and against that entire front court to be able to make sure that you're establishing dominance. You are the second most important player 
for the Miami Heat. There are things that a lot of Heat fans want for you to be able to make sure that you that your name stands tall in these defensive player of the year conversations, in these all defensive team conversations. There, there's been a lot of talk about. He plays uh, the background a lot. Well, I think I think there's there's comfort there, but as much as he wants to make sure that he is involved in those DPOI conversations in these all defensive first team conversations because there's been an, there's been an issue with him being second team all defense. Yeah. Although it's on a defensive side, offensively you want to be able to to have these types of things and it's it's unfortunate that even in a defensive conversation, offense ends up affecting you to a point where big offensive performances get you more credit in that type of area, mm-hmm. and that's amazing. You want to see that from Bam, but my thing with Cam was I don't think that that's the biggest talking point, or or at least it shouldn't be the only talking point that it comes from why the Heat have such an ability to lose this series. I think there have been many things that have concerned me more about the Miami Heat than Bam's performance. And even though Bam's performance probably is going to end up being What's one of the more important ones. I think ones, that's probably our biggest thing. Well, I think there were so much props given to Miami uh, perimeter-wise, shooting-wise, especially within the regular season. Pro- 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 probably not within the postseason because postseason has been a little bit different for more of those big perimeter threats. Yes, we've talked about how difficult it has been to get nationwide notoriety for Max Struess and Gabe Vincent. For most of the casual NBA viewers, this is probably the first time that they are seeing Max Struess and Gabe Vincent, but you are already accustomed to that just based off the fact that the Miami Heat, especially Eric Spolstra and his coaching coaching staff, have the ability to take these names and make them performers in such a big stage like this where the brights are so light and you haven't really seen too much of them. But the names that you are accustomed to for at least the past two years, especially since the 2020 postseason, end up being two names that continue to be, even since then. Three with Hero. Well, I was counting Hero out of the two. Oh, who, who are you thinking? Oh, that the three keys for Miami? Well, as far as as far as perimeter shooting. Oh, two. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm was, sorry, I was thinking well, that's Robinson and Hero. That's okay. So it's mainly is so he, Hero and Robinson have been Obviously, Hero's the sixth man of the year. It's been great. Yeah. People have wanted to see those performances from Hero. Um, we have not got that too often, if at all, within the postseason. That has been something that has been challenging. Um, Duncan Robinson, although he has been involved in conversations um, throughout the past two years, not even with trades that Miami Heat fans want now, whether it's Donovan Mitchell, whether it's Bradley Beal, or whomever he gets talked into throughout this summer and what happens with that. You would expect or at least hope that Duncan Robinson has the opportunity to shine in this postseason where the trade value looks 100% amazing. And it's hard to be able to see that you're only playing one minute Mm -hmm. in a Sixer series. It's hard to be able to see what he's providing to the Celtics series right now as well. Um, And when you learn why he's not on the floor, because that's one of the main things that people search for that are not Heat fans. Like, hey, why is Duncan not playing? Why is Duncan not playing? He's playing $90 million. Why is he not? Why is is he not? Why is he not playing? When you explain to people that, hey, it's almost worth it to not have a defensive liability like that on the floor, that plummets trade value. So how do you get the opportunity to pull off a trade like that where you get the Whales that Heat fans have wanted for a decent amount of time. Whether it's Donovan Mitchell, whether it's Bradley Beal, who even knows if they end up entertaining. I, I personally am completely over the Bradley Beal thing 
He seems like he is completely okay in Washington. Let him do what he wants. I think he just talks too much. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot from Bradley Beal. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm completely over it. Donovan Mitchell, you know, you might be able to entertain that. There's always a tie with Dwayne Wade in Utah, but then there's also the thing with with um, uh, Utah as well. I, I mean, with Utah, with New York as well. Utah is always what was New York? Oh, Donovan Mitchell. Yes. There's always been the tie of Donovan Mitchell, of course, being a New York boy, and and the fact that you know there's been different things that tie him to World Wide West and everything, and yada yada yada, and the games that he attends, and so on and so forth. Um, actually, Nicole Moss actually had a good quote with with him and, and Fat Joe. She had actually asked him, "Are you recruiting?" Donovan Mitchell. He said, hey, it's news to me. If he's, if he's going to the Knicks, it's news to me. So he didn't want to be the one to... Sound like he's going to the Knicks. Uh, uh, I don't know. He didn't want to... One, he, it, seemed, it sounded like Joe didn't want to break that news. I mean, getting up out of Utah is really not a bad idea for him. Sure, because his shit is looking really bad. Not. It's just looking bad for Gobert. You see that uh, the rewind clip where they show uh, the final shot, and he he clearly he knows that Bog, that uh, Bogdanovich is going to be... <laughs> he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna, he's gonna shoot he it? Out, as soon as he thinks... <laughs> Takes a step back. He's just like, <laughs> fuck. He's stressed out there. He, they need to get him out of there, man. But those are the things that mostly concern me. Tonight was not completely bad because uh, Miami has already got the win in Boston that but they needed. But how is it not completely bad? You guys, this 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 could have been, uh, could have put y'all the series, in the The series position. ender, yes. This could have been a big, the series ender. very big, I think this was a very important game for you guys, honestly. It could have been. It could have been, but it, was, but it wasn't. Um... I would like to think Miami's find solace in knowing that this is now a best of three. You can win two out of three against Boston, more than likely. Um, they'll have to take the chance for that. More than likely. You see the disrespect? I suppose. It's not disrespect. You see the disrespect? It's not disrespect. More, more than likely. You have two games in Miami, and granted, you got banged in Miami, 30-plus against Boston, but you still have two home games in Miami compared to one home game in Boston. Boston. But you got the one win that you needed in Boston to at least... If Boston were to take this all the way and go to the NBA Finals to face, which is more than likely looking like the Golden State Warriors, poor Luca, you push that to a. Is it poor Luca? It's poor Luca. Is I it poor feel, Luca? I feel for the guy. You were feeling hashtag he's twenty three. Yo, he's or, or hashtag I'm twenty three. You're feeling that? Yeah, man. The Luca, the Luca special was. I, 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 I bought. I sipped the Kool Aid. You I sipped the, the really? I sipped wow. The I sipped the Kool Aid. I'm a believer. All right. I'm believing, man. That F- is future shot. MVP. Oh, for sure. For sure. Future NBA champion? Multiple. Multiple. Multiple MVPs. Mo- oh, Luca? Yes. Yes. I see him I see him in a back-to-back situation within the coming coming years on the MVP route. How did you feel about there's been a con- I know you don't do too much Twitter these days. Yeah. There's been a conversation. There's a lot of Celtics hate on Twitter. No, there is not. Stop. What is this? There's been a, there's been a, there's been a decent conversation. We're going to we're going to end on this, but there's going to be a decent amount of conversation on what happens with the what's a good way to explain it the development of an international star compared to an american star granted the past four mvps have been Giannis and Jokic, so those are all international superstars we've talked about international influence the conversation on twitter that some people like to spark have said that well the reason that international stars are being so big right now is because they're not focused on clout and money and yada yada, and they're really about the fundamentals and star. Blah, 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 blah. How do you feel about that? I don't think that's why. Yeah, they're successful, but I mean, I think Giannis and Jokic are two very good examples of that, though. It's, it's, it's a convenient argument, if sure. anything. I guess it's sure. kind of what I'm saying because what they found, what they found, uh, Jokic on some dirt road to give him his MVP. <laughs> Was it a dirt road? I saw dirt. <laughs> 
<laughs> I saw Dirk. And he was moving on wheels, so Dirk Road is where I was at with it. It makes it, it makes so many... I won't say so Gian, many. Giannis, because honestly, because it fucks with me when I see these cats dressed up on the goddamn sidelines. Sure. I feel it's the biggest fucking distraction to the game. Who? Any, any NBA player on any sideline. It's a fashion show. I don't feel they're there if they're not playing. So you said David Stern was right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I like when I go out there and... Yo, Giannis don't play. Giannis don't play. He's in his sweats. I'm I'm here to I'm here to watch the game. I'm here to be involved. Fucking Ben Simmons sitting there in them shades. And oh, that see how I go on, back you're to a ben, I'm crazy, saying you're a distraction. Yo. You're a distraction sitting there with a hat on. You're a distraction. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But then when but I was there about- has to be some profession, even maybe not professional, but. Time and place, homeboy. But Time then, and place. But then when they get banged by the Warriors, then people feel a little bit comfortable. The Amer- well, granted, uh, Warriors are not a full All-American team. Yeah. And Andrew Wiggins is Canadian, so on and so forth. But um, when you get Luka out of the Western Conference Finals at that point in time, that the people find uh, uh, comfort in knowing that a whole bunch of that conversation ends up being a moot point because this is not the huge international takeover of dominance that a lot of people mm-hmm. project it to be. Mm-hmm. So. What's wrong with Luke? I, I thought you just said no, you gave Luke a prize. I, I can't believe him sometimes. But he's really... He kind of falls into that European kind of chill shit, honestly. What's, do, do, do we see Luca partying? Do we see him doing that? Yes! A I said, we see, we see him <laughs> he smoking He was sipping Luka. a beer before the fucking... Uh, he can have a beer. He was on some yinglings. I'm not mad at a Yingling, man. I haven't had a Yingling, yingling in so long. I mean, we're on, we're on. Um, so what was it? Some Reposada Terramana right now. It's good. a little bit different. It's good, man. I'm happy you came by. This was good. Absolutely. Game five. Tomorrow we need to night. watch more games together because I think the last game we watched, we beat y'all by thirty as well. I have no idea what Shaq is talking about right now, y'all. This is. I'm just saying, if they look it up, the the, the Celtics beat the Heat by 30 earlier this year. And I would like. Mark was here. I would like in his in his Heat jersey. I would like. I mean, I wasted a custom jersey right now to be able to. It's a nice jersey to come to Game Four. I appreciate that. It's we a nice jersey. we had interest in going to Game Five. Game Five is a little bit outside of our comfort zone. <laughs> That is completely okay. So we will find. Uh, this is bread, though. We will find. Uh, we will find some other ways to enjoy Game Five. Um, game Six might be a little bit different. Friday night, I have provided Shaq with the idea of their uh, of perusing around and possibly being a patron of a bar that is around us that is called Boston's. I think we should do uh, it. For those that are local to Palm Beach County, that's in Delray Beach. I think we should do it. I had a little bit of interest in it. I've been there no more than no more than three times, but it's felt like enemy territory. I don't know if wherever you are listening to this right now, if you also have a bar similar to this around where you live, where there is just a complete themed bar based on a specific team, but this place called Boston's is... Can't believe I've never been there. There's there's literal Celtic banners hanging around the bar. There's Boston Bruins stuff. There's Red Sox stuff all around. What's another Boston team? Bruins, Red Sox, Celtics. Celtics. Uh there's a fourth What's one. What's another sport that I can't that I can't think of? Hockey, football. Oh, Patriots. Patriots. 
Oh, New England. Yeah, 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 Patriots. Yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So a lot of a lot of Patriots stuff all around there too. Um, I just feel like I'm in enemy territory whenever I go to the bar and there's Celtics banners hanging around. If that's what we're doing, that's what we're doing. I, I'm calling off. You I'm are you guarantee? Are you guaranteeing that right now? Fuck that job, Mike. Celtics in six. Mike Ryan, if you are listening right now, Celtics pull up six. to pull up to Boston's because it's real. Pull up to Boston's. On Friday, tired of this shit, man. that's going to be the move. I don't know what's going to happen. It's guaranteed a six-game series, so that's also good. I told Shaq, let's bet on seven, and let's see what happens on Sunday for Memorial Day. Maybe we'll that's be in. Too hot. Maybe we'll be in Miami for Game Seven. I, um, possibly. Oh, I don't that know. That would be Memorial Day. No, that would be. That would be the day before Memorial Day. Excuse me. This Terry okay. is getting to me. Thank you. That's, but we will Sunday have to see. Best of the best. We will have to see. Uh, wow. Sunday's best of the best. Yeah. What's, what's the best of the best lineup? Barris Hammond. What? Uh, Lyrical, Patrice Not Roberts. It's a oh, lot cool. of soca artists. It's going to be very good. Nice. That's the best sounds good. You're not going to go? I am going. What? Wait, so you already got plans then? I didn't even realize it until we just started talking. That's crazy. <laughs> I might miss game seven. That's Celtics and six. Crazy. Celtics and six. No, you you missed game one for Halsey. That's, that's even crazy. What was wrong with me going to game one for Halsey? You missed game one for Halsey. Halsey is not, niggas sleep on Halsey. I didn't say I'm, niggas I'm, was a, I'm, wasn't I'm sleep, on sleep on Halsey. I'm simply saying you missed game one for Halsey. But it was a dub though. It was dubbish. It was a dub. Fine. Halsey got Miami a dub. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, you hate them two that two quarter stat, but that's a real stat. The quarter shit that's is a real corny. Stat. It's not corny. The quarter it's shit cor- is it's corny. It's corny. It's corny. It's corny. It's corny if you lean in on it. No, it's but not. If you're simply the quarter stated, shit is corny. If you're simply stating it, if you're simply stating it as how wild Nobody it simply, is. Who is simply stating that? Me. No, I'm simply not. saying it's wild to me that we were down two one when we only lost two quarters out of. Fuck it. Was that 12? Come on. Who gives a fuck? Nobody. You lost a game. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's I've given, I've it's given, wild. I've it's given wild. all the props in the world to your time it's lord. It's wild. You did not give props to time I lord. Have, I gave, time no, lord. I gave props to time lord and said that is the true defensive player of the year over Marcus Smart. Oh, okay, well. Is it cap? I like, I like your argument. So you don't agree, so you don't disagree. I don't disagree. Tom, okay. Tom Lloyd changes the game for everybody. Okay. He's, he's the he's a very big difference. Okay. Him and Marcus are the two biggest. Jason and Jason and Jalen already get enough props in the world. They so I don't have know if a I got a job. But if for the, for them to work for them for their job to be fulfilled, Rob and Marcus got to be working, working. Well, let's see how they work, work. tomorrow night against the Miami Heat, Game yeah, Five. Man. Out in Miami. We will not be there. Celtics in six. Don't expect any sexy stories. Celtics in six will be the sexiest story. Apparently, we're going to Boston's for game six. So that's also going to be amazing. We're Shaq going is going to miss. If there is a game seven, he's going to miss that because he's going to best of the best. Yes. Is Tosh going to? Huh? Is Tosh going to? Yeah. Shout out to Tosh. Shout out to Tosh. Shout out to Tosh. She didn't even bother the podcast. She let me rock tonight. Tosh is here in spirit, yo. I love you, girl. Tosh is here in spirit, yo. But... <laughs> With that said, RSPN After Hours is now done. Let's before we um before we get out of here, let's pour. I'll take a shot with my guy. One a shot. I'll take a shot. Why a shot? Because y'all couldn't hit one tonight, so you definitely got to. Oh, uh, you know what? You walked into that one, and I'm a little surprised. Did I? Yes, you did. I don't think I did. Cheers, my man. That's just you being a dick. You know what? I appreciate you having here on RSPN, y'all. Anytime. Episode thirty-two. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. Episode 32 of ours be next week. Have, you still have shot in your I know I saw a little bit. Oh, that was so nasty. <laughs> oh god. For those listening for the bonus episode, I appreciate y'all. We will see you next week.